welcome to the Mixed Moments podcast. For episode three, we look into identity as a mixed race person and the typical stereotypes and assumptions we face in our day-to-day lives. Listen to find out more. moments. Join me as we navigate all that life can throw at us and how growing up mixed impacts our day-to-day. Hi everybody and welcome to the Mixed Moments podcast episode three. So we're really starting to get into the podcast and starting to get to know one another better. You've heard two of my episodes before. And for this week's episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about identity as a mixed race person and coming to terms with stereotypes and assumptions or um, ideas placed on bicultural, biracial people specifically. And the one question that immediately pops up in my mind is, what are you? This question has been posed to me in so many situations and oftentimes right after meeting someone. So it's not like it's been posed to me by someone I'm really good friends with or anything. Oftentimes it is a question of hi my name is hi my name is and oh but what are you or where are you from and there seems to be this okayness with abruptly asking someone of mixed race what they are or where they're from without even having established a proper relationship whereas uh for other people i don't think it's the same experience of when you've just met someone they won't ask you oh but what are you I don't mind where you're from in terms of countries, but usually it's an assumption that I don't belong in the country that I'm from. And my answer isn't satisfactory enough if I say I'm from Namibia, because that doesn't make sense to the the person asking the question. And this experience in general often stems from some stereotypes based in mixed race people or just in general questions that I've been asked quite often, which either annoy or I'm frankly just quite tired of so whether it ranges from are you more white or black or you don't act black you don't act white you don't look black is probably a one that comes to me the most specifically because I definitely benefit from light skin privilege and colorism and I want to use this platform to express the mixed race opinion but I also want to amplify black and Asian and other racial voices in order to ensure that the community and you guys and myself included we learn as much as possible um, about different cultures and about being mixed race because I can only speak from my experience and I definitely know my experience is very different to those that are dark skinned or black or to those that are Asian. And that's why that's all I can speak for. But there's definitely moments where people have questioned if I'm uh, black at all because I don't look black at all or I don't have any black features in me so I'm not black. And it's very interesting to think that people are so carefree with expressing their opinion about someone else when this would be considered very differently if that person was mixed race and essentially there's also this stereotype that mixed race children are exotic or a hybrid or 
mixed race babies specifically are always really gorgeous and beautiful as if we're like a doll you could play with and in the end we're just a human being as well and it shouldn't be placed onto such a high pedestal it makes me feel like my only value is based on my appearance which it's not um there's a lot more value in who you are and not just based on your visual appearance for anybody and frankly it shouldn't be made to be such an exotic thing we're just as well as human being like as much of a human being as anybody else sometimes when you confront someone they might doubt you and saying I'm biracial oh well you're just one third or one fourth without even really knowing the history and it doesn't really matter it's who you identify with if you identify with both cultures that's who you are and the only person who can tell you that's not who you are is yourself no one else really has the right to do that and then there's always some funny reactions when you tell someone you're mixed race in terms of someone going, oh, I would have never guessed that that's who you were or how did your parents even meet or mixed people are always the prettiest. And it's very odd because it makes you feel like you're kind of in a museum and you're on show to everybody, which I don't know if people realize when they ask these questions. So growing up mixed, there's a lot of stereotypes that are put on you that are quite confusing and essentially you have this outside pressure from society your friends it might not be bad intention but it's quite a lot of pressure that you need to deal with in trying to figure out who you identify as and who you are in your own identity when you're not really given like a plain field to start off with so I know that everybody goes through a phase of questioning who they are and where they fit in. That's completely normal. It's part of growing up. But I think it's also different when you have a community and a group around you that provides you with a foundation of structure towards what cultures or traditions or role you should typically fall into, not that you need to fall into those. Um, whereas for lots of mixed race people, you're all of a sudden brought up into a space where you have two cultures oftentimes very contradicting or sometimes even so similar but still different um, in which you need to figure out where you fit in in both and what aspects of what culture you can take from and, and who you are essentially and that's probably one of the hardest things that I've had to deal with essentially one of the motivating reasons why I wanted to start this podcast because trying to identify who you are when you don't have any set guidelines or or set course or path to follow becomes extremely difficult because on one hand you want to please one side of your family but you don't want to offend the other and this trying to balance both cultures 24-7 gets quite exhausting and you never want to tread on anybody else's toes, but you also want to be confident in who you are and what you believe in. Specifically for my culture, the two different cultures, the German culture and my dad's Namibian culture, they're very opposing. So I'm pretty sure most of you know, again, a stereotype of generalization, but Germans are pretty much on time and very strict and everything is controlled and it works out in a certain way. And if you've ever heard about African time, you know, it's very much whatever happens, happens. If you're a few hours late, it is what it is. Um, if we're meeting at eight, most people will show up at nine or 10 and you take it as it comes. And that's something that I've had to deal with because my mom very much follows the German stereotype and I do too. But my dad and his side of the family have very much 
calm, relaxed, time happens as it happens approach. And this has always been, I guess for them, a clashing point. And for me, it's just very weird to kind of with one side of the family, you really need to be on time, be there, be persistent, everything is organized. This happens at this time. Um, for one side of the family, I'll be like, oh, let's have lunch. And then at this time we'll do this and then we'll go here. For my dad's side of family, it's just like, oh, why don't we meet up on Saturday? Whatever happens, happens. And it's very interesting to kind of be able to balance out those two cultures and to figure out who, where I fit in essentially and who I want to be and what aspects that I really value of both cultures and which aspects I don't necessarily not want to give up, but which aspects I could work on or improve for my own future life. It's just a very odd experience when growing up. And then you add all the other uh, pressures of growing up and it becomes a bit oftentimes overwhelming or just a bit confusing. I always think of one experience when I think of mixed race assumptions or stereotypes. And this was quite recently where we went to visit my grandmother in the old age home and they'd been doing some activities so we couldn't visit yet because it wasn't visiting hours. And me and my mother were waiting outside and a woman came and approached us. And in those split seconds that she took me in visually, um, and probably gauged the situation, she decided that I was in no way related to my mom, that that wasn't a possible uh, occurrence or a possibility at all, and proceeded to switch to speaking to me in Afrikaans and asking me, oh, how long will it take until I can go see my own relative, as if I was someone who worked in the old age home, that was my job, and I wasn't there as a visitor. A very funny moment because it it's kind of, a, it's offensive and you want to kind of make sure to the other person that they've summed you up visually and that what they've just done is wrong. It is, it didn't fit the situation. I wasn't someone who was working at the old age home. Um, Afrikaans is not my mother tongue language. So what she, the box she'd classed me in didn't fit me at all. And then to kind of make this clear to her in my own way, I very loudly, probably a bit obnoxiously in German, said mama and continued to speak to kind of make the lady aware that I am related to my mom and it's not necessary just because we visually don't look alike that I have nothing to do with this person or that you can assume I'm the help in, in that situation. And that often happens if I'll be out with either my mom or my dad is that I'm not automatically assumed to be part of the family or that I fit in. And it's brought up some some interesting experiences in my life. And I guess that's part of growing up and how you want to handle the situations. This comes back to fitting into a box of society. I didn't fit into her assumption or um, the only box I could fit in in that situation was to be the help and not that I could be related to someone who isn't of the same race as me. And society always tries to put you in a box or to fill out a box. And it reminds me of when I'm filling out forms, administrative forms or at border control or whatever. Um, and one of the questions is always what, what ethnicity you are. And I don't know what box to tick because Either there is no selection, there's just white, black, and um, color, or white, black, Asian colored, or whatever, or there is a selection, but none of them really suit 
my ethnicity. So then the only option I'm left with is other. And I don't know why this question still needs to be asked in the first place, but that's always a funny moment whenever I need to fill out the forms. If I should select other, if I should select white, if I should select black, uh, or if I have the option of selecting white, black, or it's really, some of the forms are really specified and they go into almost every option besides kind of mixed race, I guess. It could be that I just don't think there's an option applicable to me. Calling us exotic is not a compliment. So I've learned to laugh it off in a way, but saying someone's exotic kind of suggests that something's unusual or strange about them, which it isn't. (laughs) And it kind of makes you feel a bit singled out and isolated. And I think in general, if you grow up mixed, a lot of the time you feel a bit lonely or lost. You feel kind of scared because you might not fit in enough or you offend the other side by doing something else. And that's probably the biggest experience is where you kind of feel alone and there's no one else that has the same experience. And especially not within your family or specifically for me, no one else in my family is mixed race. So I stand out on both sides. And sometimes both sides of my family don't realize that that's what I'm experiencing, which is, it's funny to experience. And I guess there's no way I can expect them to realize it, but it's always, I don't feel like I fit in on both sides. Or if I do try and fit in, I feel like I'm offending another side. And I guess it's the typical experience. Being confused about where you fit in and who you are is normal. And um, it's just something that needs to be accepted. Yeah, it's a part of, of growing up mixed. The thing that I want to bring across is that people get very comfortable very quickly when you aren't suited or when you don't fit into a box in questioning who you are, where you're from, what you can and cannot do and how or what you should be, how you should act or what you should be. It's just kind of like, oh, what are you? The most obvious answer sometimes, I just want to be very sarcastic, oh, a unicorn, because it makes people realize that this question isn't justified. I've just met you. I don't need to be anyone for you to place me in a certain box. Um, And based on the answer I give you, you will either change the way you react towards me or how you how you view me purely based on a visual attribute or a, a geographical attribute, which I think is very, very wrong. When you grow up mixed race, you are given essentially two roads to walk based on the two races or the two cultures. But ideally, you want to have one road, which is a good blend of both or personally, that's what I would like. Oftentimes, there's a few people from both roads, I guess, that expect you to walk their road and not to even consider the other road. And this oftentimes, it's hard, it's challenging. And one of the toughest parts in trying to identify who you are as a mixed race and dealing with identity is also dealing with how others that are very close to you identify you. Um whether it's family or really close friends, it's unfortunate that some people really need to put you in a box to be okay with who you are as a person. And that's not something that I think is important. And it doesn't happen if you're just from one race or just from one culture, because it somehow seems very apparent that that's rude to ask. And the only advice I would have for other people of mixed race is to 
find a space in which you can explore your two cultures, in which you can find out more about both, about where you fit in, and really surround yourself with people that support you discovering who you are. Oftentimes, figuring out who you are and the process of giving yourself an identity or figuring out how you identify is messy, it's confusing, especially when it comes to race. It's sensitive to other people because they might view you as a certain way. And we spoke about this in the last episode where I asked my mom if she only sees me as white or if I had been born with darker skin, if that would have forced her to take a more active approach in in consistently trying to do something to support mixed race people or to support people of color um, as a white woman, I guess. And surround yourself with a community of people that you know that doesn't need to be a big community it could be two people it could be three surround yourself with people that you know you can depend on and that truly do not judge you while you're going through this journey I guess of trying to figure out who you are and part of it is also learning how to deal with approaching family members or friends or work colleagues and addressing that you're not comfortable with how they view you or how they treat you or things they say around you. And I can't say that I've mastered this. It's definitely still something I need to work on because it's a very sensitive subject to kind of go up to one of your family members or to one of your closest friends and say, hey, I feel like you're really being rude or that what you're saying doesn't come off well with me and I don't agree with it and I'd like you to revisit the way you act around me when you're around me um, or else I can't continue this relationship because in the end it's affecting me in a negative way. And I think that I have a group of friends that are either have a very similar experience and I want to talk to one of them next week on the next episode a group of friends that are very bicultural in a sense that they have a similar experience of dealing with two different cultures and how to navigate that whole environment. Um, I'm not sure if I did this subconsciously or if if I consciously decided to surround myself with those type of friends, but a lot of my friends come from two different cultures or are biracial and mixed race. And so in having someone I can relate to, it's a lot easier to talk to them about the issues I experience because they, they've they experienced it or they have tips or they know what to do. And you feel like you have a little bit of support in the end. One thing that I wanted to touch on especially is I grew up being mixed race, but in a way, unfortunately, I didn't have a strong presence from my dad's culture while growing up. And I guess that's something I need to actively work on now to ensure that if I have my own family or if I continue my journey, I'm comfortable with how much I know of both cultures and that I know enough to be satisfied with the position that I'm in and with the identity I I place myself in. And it's fine to be confused and to change your mind and to wonder um, as long as in the end you're working on. That's one thing I wanna, I hope in the future that I'll be able to do is to really connect with my dad's culture and hopefully the family and really understand their views so that what I've missed out on as a child I'll be able to now 
and more actively so and more consciously so because I'm older to understand and I'm more able to see their perspective. And I think that in doing so, in engaging with either a culture you haven't been exposed to enough or you feel like something's lacking and trying to actively find out more, you help yourself in figuring out who you identify as. And I think being both will always be a part of who I am. Naturally, I get very offended when someone tries to pinpoint me as one culture, because even though it doesn't seem like I might have another culture within me, and this is purely based on your visual assumption, I do, and you have no right to assume that I don't have any other culture within me except the one you've placed me into. I will always identify as not being just one culture, not being just one race. I am a mix of both. Fortunate enough to be able to experience two different cultures, each to their own extent. In doing the podcast, in talking to you guys, in questioning, researching, and I hope in the future and really discussing with my friends and my family and opening up a space to have conversations about being mixed race, about how my family perceives me, how I perceive them, about who I am and who they are and what role my cultures play in in my life. By having the space to discuss about this, it'll make my journey of figuring out who I am a lot easier. But the stereotypes of being exotic and mixed race children are beautiful and you're a hybrid or there's there's so many that are just kind of assumed and and placed on you without even taking any consideration of the effect this has on the person so if you're a half breed or if you're a mule (laughs) um some place you as being inferior or of carrying the best traits from one and You've left the worst traits behind. I don't selectively choose what traits I get and don't get. I am both. And that means acknowledging the good and bad of both and figuring out how to come to terms with both. And I guess the biggest thing that I've been faced with is that you, your identity and who you are is always guessed. And it's always um, named by anybody else, but not by you. In those moments where people class you into their own box, you feel very much kind of not whole. You feel as though you've been, you're pieces of something, but you don't fit in. And the only thing that I I could say to that is that in carrying the DNA of, of two races or more races, that doesn't make me less whole as a person and who I am. In being mixed race, you're often faced by racial imposter syndrome, where there's often times where I'm I'm scared to voice my opinion because I don't feel like I have a right to claim one of my races because I'm not enough of the race, where I don't belong to one, I'm too dark, I'm too light. So even in each culture on its own, I'm other, I'm not part of. And that experience in itself is very confusing even to the two cultures you belong to, you're pushed out from. So then how am I supposed to be accepted by cultures that I'm not part of at all? Or in a sense, how am I supposed to be accepted by a group of people if personally, oftentimes I feel like I'm not part of the cultures that I am? It's lonely. It's isolating. Unfortunately, there's no space for mixed race people. There is no huge community. There's no mixed race history. There's no mixed race culture or tradition. So identifying who you are and and who you see yourself as is hard. 
I have privileges, but that doesn't mean that I don't face certain very individualized experiences based on mixed race people. I think that this whole experience is always very well summed up by Brie, who is a social worker on Instagram and her Instagram page. She often speaks as by being a mixed race person, she often speaks about that experience and she sums up really well into words that the way she speaks about it is the best way I can describe it to someone who doesn't understand that it's it's a difficult road you don't have just one tradition to follow or just one culture you have a mix of both and navigating both areas and trying to find your own is immensely hard you don't want to step on anyone's toes You don't want to not be proud of who you are. You need to navigate quite a lot. So figuring out your identity as a mixed race person is not an easy task. It's not an easy task for anybody. But I think there's definitely things that people can do to make it easier for those of mixed race to go through this whole process of identifying who they are. Things such as not idealizing being mixed race. It's normal. It's not something better than... I shouldn't be idolized for being of two cultures. And it's not out of good intention either. It's very much like, oh, you're exotic, you're different, you're one of a kind when you're not. Yes, I have two cultures, but that doesn't mean I'm a unicorn, basically. To end off this week's episode, I just wanted to touch on some stereotypes that I've often encountered. Talk about how the process of identifying who you are is for someone of mixed race and how it's a very different process as to someone who has structures in place that they can follow as a guide. We all go through a phase of figuring out who we are, irrespective of if we're mixed race or not, but it's very different if you have the guide and if you have completely foreign terrain that you need to kind of traverse. That is it for this week's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys have a great day. Stay in touch. I'll see you guys in two weeks. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you want to know when the next one drops, subscribe to our podcast. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, then please do leave a rating and a review so I know how to improve in the future. Uh, If you have any thoughts on this week's episode or any suggestions for future episodes, head on over to our Instagram at mixedmoments.podcast and let me know what you think.